Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, a little bit of sudden news in Yankee land, dealing with the ownership there. Of course, you know, everyone's probably thinking that it's about Hal Steinberg and kind of a little bit of a clueless, empty comments about, you know, well, I don't pay attention to fans. I don't know sure why they're upset, blah, blah, blah. But a little bit more, I guess I'll get into that as well, but I think this will be a short episode. But a little groundbreaking news, not not big, big news, but uh, again, I don't know if any of you podcast fans out there. If you uh, you know follow Valuetainment, I believe that's uh, Patrick Bet David. He's going to now be officially part of the Yankee family. He just announced on his podcast uh, earlier today that he's going to be a minority owner of the Yankee team. Now, supposedly, according to him, this was like a year in the works. And it's kind of funny because he actually was at a Yankee game maybe about a week or two ago. So I first figured, well, he's just in New York for something. But actually, it turns out that was the final touch, the final meeting there um, that confirmed it all. And he's kind of been keeping this in his back pocket for a little bit. So... Uh, I guess the backstory with this, again, if you'll know him, he's kind of a, a, a self-made, um, you know, I don't know if you want to call him a real estate slash marketing slash investing type guy, but kind of one of these self-made men. And now uh, very recently now he's transitioned over to being a podcaster, kind of emulating Joe Rogan a little bit. He has on a lot of big, you know, political figures, a lot of famous people, kind of people in current events. Probably more, he's been more political. He's also have some like ex-mobsters on as well. I'm sure you've seen like the Sammy the Bull one, Michael Francese. Uh, and they kind of got them off the ground with their podcast a little bit. So um, he kind of started out with that. Now, again, maybe more recently, you see him having a lot of conservative members on, you know, a lot of f- former people from the tr- uh the Trump administration or people, uh, um, you know, on good terms with Trump. So, uh, you know, I don't know what it really means anything. I mean, I guess politically, you see he leans uh, conservative on that on the right side there with him. Now, he's actually uh, from Iran originally. They came to the U.S. Um, after that and you know, I believe maybe first Los Angeles and kind of bounced around a little bit. Uh, but he's very pro-American. Uh, you know, he's, he's probably as American as apple pie, as you would think. Um, and again, he probably leans conservative like that. So again, not that I mean anything, but this is kind of the tail of tape on him. But, you know, he is a rich individual. Again, he's a self-made person with, you know, sales and real estate and marketing and investing, all this stuff. He's kind of one of those, you know, kinds of guys you see on infomercials like, hey, yeah, follow my five steps and this is how you can be famous, blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of his background. So going to him about a year ago, um, one of the Yankee minority owners was leaving uh, the board there, kind of, I guess, looking to sell off his share of the team there. And I guess, you know, since this individual, you know, he is quite wealthy, I guess he put his name in the hat there. And, and it, according to him, it kind of, you know, took almost a year. There's a process. Obviously, he had background checks on him. Um, MLB had to do background checks on him. And then more recently, um, I guess he, when he did come to New York, he had a meeting there in a room. So he described it with Randy Levine, Lonnie Trust, who's been with the organization for a while. And of course, with Hal Steinbrenner kind of giving the final graces in and kind of putting a bow in the whole thing. So Patrick Bet David, if you're a fan of his or not, and now a uh, part owner of the New York Yankee, even though a minority stake there. So I don't know what he's going to really bring to the table. I mean, again, he's you know, kind of a smart guy, smart cookie. Um, you know, he's very analytical. He's good with sales and marketing. So I don't know if he's going to chip in anything with there. Uh, but again, he'll be part of the Yankee team there. So if you're a fan of his podcast and you're a friend of the Yankees, well, there you go there. As for how I think they've blown up this whole thing a little bit that, you know, him being, I mean, it's, it's pretty much now got national coverage, how he was saying that, well, I don't understand why the fans are upset with the team. And, you know, I don't follow podcasts and what they're saying on the radio and those stuff like that. I don't listen to that stuff. Well, okay. Well, two things, I guess they say, you know, two things can be true at the same time. I don't think he's that completely tuned out of how the fans are reacting. And if he's watching the games and he sees, you know, Donaldson getting booed and so forth. And I'm sure, you know, he raises a headline like everyone else. I'm not sure he's not buried deep into it, but he knows what's being said. So that whole part was, you know, okay, is he listening? Obviously, I don't think he's listening to the show, but he should. 
you know, is he watching, uh, you know, John Boy every day? Is he, you know, going around on podcasts and Twitter and see what's being said and how fans are acting? Probably not at his level. I'm sure he's got a ton of other things to do. Is he tuning into Michael K on ESPN Radio? Maybe seldomly, but he knows the headlines. He knows the storylines out there. And again, the reason for the fans that really, you know, booing certain players like Donaldson is just because he's almost like the spitting image of like what's been going wrong with the Yankees just over the past couple of years. We're just like underperforming, underwhelming. You know, you look at like Donaldson, you look at Stanton, and they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, Donaldson, you excuse him a little bit. He's a little bit on the older side, fine. But like Stanton's not doing what he's doing. And you see players regress. You've seen Gleyber Torres. Like, he's an okay player. He's Again, he's he bounced back from that little holy dug from himself, I would say, 2020, 2021. But he's still not really where he should be progressing uh, at this point. I mean, he should be close, almost like a you know, 290, 300 hitter. He's not even near that. He's okay. He's a 260 hitter. He'll hit some home runs here and there. But overall, okay in the field. But... Lately, he's been having some little head scratches there in the field, there, but he's not—he's just not really progressing. Same so with Gary Sanchez, you know, came on the scene great and then digressed. And then you see someone like Hicks, um, you know, be absolutely terrible here, change teams right now, and you know, he's hitting the ball all, all over the place. He even had like a, had a home run again in the Tampa series there. Even though I, I won't go, don't go too carried far with Hicks, but still, just this idea of that, and you see some of these failures, you know, bringing the Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino, and both of them go down needing surgeries. The Benatendi coming in, getting surgeries. Like, how's your team? You know, your doctors or anybody's not on top of all these things, and you bring these people in. So, I just think it's a collective, just fans frustrated that this organization team should just be much better than it is with the talent they have on the field. And it just seems like people are always underwhelming, underperforming. Even DJ, who's a bit of a fan favorite, and again, the fans haven't really gotten on him. Not that he's really merited that, but he hasn't been the same player almost three years now. So it's just collectively, you see a lot of these just people underwhelming, underperforming, and digressing. And it's just, it's too much and it's too often. And I just think fans are just getting frustrated with it. And look now, getting ready in summer. Um, Yankees, you know, double digits down out of first place. I don't say throw it in the towel yet because this is not the Yankee team yet. Let's let Judge come back. Let's let Rendon come back. Let's let Nestor Cortez come back. Let's let a few things fall into place. There's been some happy surprises. You like what you're getting at Jake Bowers and Billy McKinney and all that stuff. And Fulpe, I don't worry about him too much. Again, up to 10 home runs now. So even if his batting average is low, first first year, you have a guy that's going to probably hit 20, 25 home runs shortstop. That's not too many shortstops do that. So that's pretty good there. So, again, it's just collectively fans are just tired of it. And, you know, just the aggression and underperforming. And this team should be much better than it is, and it's not. And this, you know, kind of lashing out a little bit. On the fan side, hey, look, give Steinbrenner a break. I mean, he shelled out $360 million to Aaron Judge. He went the extra mile to get in there. And you know fans are going to be complaining the last couple of years of that contract. Oh, well, we paid this guy so much money. He's not worth it. Oh, he's, he's always hurt, blah, blah, blah. Look, he, you want a judge now, he gave you judge now. We weren't really expecting calls from Don really, but hey, look. He stepped up another $160 million for him. A couple of years ago when they wanted DJ LeMayu back, hey, fine, they got the deal done. Kind of a weird six-year deal, $15 million each. But nevertheless, look, he got you the guys you wanted for the most part. So, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, now, he's not going to go over the moon for Shohei Tani, which I don't think he should. He's not going to trade away the entire farm system to get Mike Trout in order I think he should. So, hey, look, I'm sure he knows what's being said about the team. You know, I know why he, uh, he probably understands why, why certain players are being booed. And even within the Yankee organization, uh, you know, you've been hearing leaks that they've been frustrated with Donaldson, so they know all about it. So that's all fuzzy. So quick insert episode a little bit about Yankee ownership. New one with Patrick Bet David. It's kind of a weird name. He has a three syllable, but you, you'll know him from the Valuetainment podcast. So as now a minority of the New York Yankees, and then Hal kind of not give the best statement in the world. But again, I think fans just overreact to the whole thing. He has his ear to the ground. He knows what's going on.
So we'll catch you on the next one.